Hey guys, welcome to episode six of the King Street Podcast. Today, you might notice there was no ad prior to me saying this because we're going to talk about some controversial topics and we don't want you guys to think that we're just talking about this to make money and get clicks. We actually want to have a serious discussion about the current events in America involving George Floyd. So. But let's hop right into it, and we have our record five people in this podcast today to discuss this topic. Let's open it up. Returning after his one-episode hiatus, we have Jason LaRock. Jason, how we doing? Good, how about you? Uh, country could be better. Um, <laughs> next, we have returning James Michaud. Returning uh, from our last music podcast, we have Jake Sanderson. Jake, how are we? Uh, we're alive, but not too well. How you doing? Uh, you know, surviving, I guess. And also from last week's podcast, we have Jared Peitenbacher. Jared, how we doing? What's going on, man? What's going on? We managing? Managing life. Yeah, managing life. All right. So let's just rip the band-aid off. So today's podcast is going to be about... Um, the tragic death of George Floyd and the recent responses around America. Uh, Obviously, this is a very controversial topic in what's been going on recently, and obviously what is going on hasn't really finished developing. We're just going to say our our two cents on it before uh, it gets more out of hand. So... I'm just going to open up the floor by saying that before we start, not all cops are bad. That's the one thing I want to get across right now. What I, mm-hmm. The thing is, if you cannot tell that the cops that were in this incident are bad, what, what, what video did you see that, that shows you that? Because I can't justify putting your knee on a neck of not just a – That's ridiculous. It's insane. You should be launched into the sun. Like, it's it's uh, it's terrible. So I'm going to open the floor up for anyone who wants to speak on this. Yeah, let alone the fact that he was already handcuffed and on the ground for a charge that was nonviolent. He had no weapons on him. And there were four police officers surrounding him. So it was clearly unjustified use of force without a doubt. I just yeah, think... The videos that came out, I don't know if it was earlier today or last night, about how they, I didn't realize they actually got him in the car too. Like, they got him in the car and they brought him back out onto the ground. So, like, I don't know what, what happened from getting him in the car to getting him back out or what made yeah, that happen. There seemed to be very little resistance <clears throat> to, like, him being arrested. And in terms of, like, it was, first of all, it was murder. I think we need to get that out of, like, mm-hmm. make sure that's very clear. It was definitely murder. Um those three other cops had every chance to stop what was going on and they decided to be complacent. And I think that kind of shows or segues into kind of like how us as, I mean, for people who can't see us, I mean, we're, there's four white people or three white people in this podcast, one Asian and one Puerto Rican. And we're not, so none of us are black. So none of us can understand really how, Uh, 
how the black community profiles, um, and we really understand that uh, as much as we want to think that we can. Um, so we, it's now more now that we can't just stay complacent and like continue to ignore the fact that there's police brutality, that there's inequality in America, and now is the time that we need to step up and like show our support for our black uh, brothers and sisters. I wholeheartedly. Jason, what, what what's your take on the topic? Um, hang on, I'm having some trouble like hearing you guys do this thing. Um, like it just keeps cutting in and out, so I'm just like focusing on trying to get that set. But okay, um, which we'll call it. Can um, you edit audio from this thing, like and post? I'm I'm sure it's picking it all up. I think it's just my computer on the other end. Uh like not doing it. He has a studio worth more than my house and still can't figure out how to use it. <laughs> Bro, what the hell? I don't know why it keeps it just keeps switching my speaker right. and microphone. There you go. But um I'm just gonna set it same as system. Appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> Famous system. All right. So, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. All right. So, what I actually heard, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that um, George Floyd and the police officer Peter Chauvin, is that his name? I don't Let's not even name. mention his name. He's a scumbag. He doesn't deserve any more fame than he already got. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they worked at the same nightclub together. Mm-hmm. Or, or bar something. or something. Yeah, they used to be so, workers. I heard that too. Yeah, so, so there might be some sort of grudge that went down behind the scenes that we don't even know about. Background type thing. Oh, he's cutting out. It keeps going in and out. Uh-oh. <laughs> <sighs> <How's it? laughs> yeah, there, there could have definitely been something like... Past you know, grievances, yeah. Yeah. But... I don't know. The whole thing like seems odd to me about it. it, Something just seems different about it than all the other police brutality that has gone on in this country in this past like five years. Mm -hmm. It's just something's Mm -hmm. odd. Like, I I don't know what it is. I can't really place my finger on it. I don't think it's necessarily that it's different because I think the fact is that it was just all caught on tape this time. I mean, so often like, um, Clear like so video. We, yeah, this clear video. Like this clear video. This time, like so often, like this kind, con- this concept gets like slipped under the rug, and you know it, it might appear in like a grainy Twitter video, and like we might not be able to see it that well. It doesn't get as much national attention, but now, like that was a clear video. Like there was, like a lot of times people love to argue, like oh well, like you didn't see both sides of the story. Like let's hear right. the officer side, but this is clear as day. We have the whole entire incident from start to finish, mm-hmm. like there is no way to justify what the officer did and his fellow officers did too, by just standing there and letting it happen. Yeah. So it was clear murder. And the one, the officers just standing around or should be charged for accessory murder just for standing there and watching. It's just a clear hate crime for no I reason. I can't agree more. Um, I think another thing that's, that's so different about this is that this is, I think one of the, I, I could be wrong. So don't quote me on this, but could be one of the first times that I think that we're seeing protests and riots all across the country. Like I think back when it was in Baltimore, it was 
rides were mainly in Baltimore. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Missouri and Ferguson. Like, I think it's the first time that, like, because of th- this clear-cut video showing that what was happening was wrong, the whole country is now rallying around this. And just if you I, – I think it's a good thing in the sense of, you know, everyone's protesting. Like, we can all agree this was a horrible thing that happened. with that but i could see where you could be as angry as to want to do this see my whole take on like like let's just leave looting out of this for a second so i can make my point more clear the people who are lighting cop cars on fire and break just like breaking storefront windows and destroying property i don't agree with it but i understand it because i see videos of people pro i was literally watching um abc live stream of people protesting in California and they have curfews at four o'clock. Now these people were sitting like crisscross applesauce with signs in the air, not harming anyone, not going near the police. And I watched police throw tear gas and shoot pepper balls at these people who were just sitting there. Now, I mean, you can make the argument that they had curfew and they had to leave, but I don't like, if they're being peaceful, why start getting violent with them? Now that aside, um, the people who are being destructive and violent about it, I think they're getting that mentality from watching the people who be, who are being peaceful just not get anywhere, and they're trying to make their point quicker and more effective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the general feeling amongst the protesters is that people who are looting, the people who are like having all these violent acts against the police, that's more of the minority, but that's what mm-hmm. the media is going to show you because that's just the nature of American media. Is like yeah. we're gonna show you all the bad shit, and we're not gonna show you the good stuff. Because um, I've seen like so many threads of just like peaceful protests, officers literally kneeling with protesters. Like, yeah, a good percentage of the officers like agree like that this is like this should not be stood for. Like people, the Minnesota the Minnesota officers need to be held accountable for what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the looting and stuff like that's a minority of people. I, I, I agree with Jake where like um, I don't think it's right. But I understand why it's being done because people are tired of just like of just not being heard, like Kaepernick with his kneeling thing, mm-hmm. and like all the peaceful peaceful protests, like those aren't working. That's not actually making change. It's in the news for like, you know, like one day and then it's out of the news. Yeah. So I think people really just want to keep this message going as long as we can, um, and you know, kind of spread the message that way. Yeah, and going back to what you said about. Um, some police officers standing with the people protesting there's a picture and in the state that we are all in the count uh city new haven the um, majority of the police force was standing with the people protesting in new haven today with signs saying police against police brutality now if i feel like if that was the general like uh what's the word i'm looking for if that was like the just the general belief and the general motive from all police stations, I feel like the looting and the the fires and the destruction wouldn't be as widespread across the country, as long as like the police officers gen- genuinely mean it, and they're not just saying it to. So like heavily, like what people are starting to riot in Minnesota because like that incident hit. close to home like that was in their community that was in their city like 
we're kind of disconnected because yeah. we're just kind of far away like we're far from minnesota we're not really um there but and like connecticut is generally not known for that kind of stuff i mean i, I know it, it happens i'm sure it does happen mm-hmm. but like for cities like los angeles like this isn't the first time that this stuff has happened like yeah, rodney LA king riots. in 92 uh, the la rise like those those incidents have happened before and you know 30 years later we're still talking about this stuff and it's just ridiculous <laughs> yeah I mean, it it really like it, it's it's terrible. Like like all this stuff. Like you would think after everything that has happened in history, like James was saying with Rodney King, this would end eventually. Like we can just put people, like we can put race aside when it comes to, especially with police officers. One great analogy I saw today um, was from it was actually on TikTok, which. Um, and it was a guy saying, we don't get in a plane and just go, oh, hope the pilot knows what he's doing and he lands it properly. Like, no, we, we know that the pilots are trained and they've had practice and they've done this before. With this police brutality stuff, especially if you're someone in, who might be a minority, and I, I can't say I have this experience. I'm not going to say that I know anything you guys are going through, but I don't want to be there getting pulled over thinking this could be the last thing I ever do with my life. And I yeah. think that it's that constant mm-hmm. fear that is Yeah, I mean that fear is the whole reason why the Black Lives Matter like movement has exists. And you know, I'm tired of seeing all this shit like all lives matter, blue lives matter. I just think people don't understand what those actually mean. I think when people look at those like hashtags and those movements, they think Oh, like Black Lives Matter, they're trying to like rise up against like above white people, or no. you know, they're trying. And that's not the issue. The issue is that, you know, white people, Asian people, they're not facing like those people are not facing the same kind of dis- discrimination as black people, and um, th- like their their problems and their like are, white people issues and like Asian people issues and like Latino people issues, they're not even close to what black people issues are. And that's why we need to stand behind them. Not, yeah. you know, try to, I like, yes, everyone is equal and, and everyone should be equal. Like that, that's the whole thing with all, all eyes matter, but that's not the issue right now. Like the issue is that like black people are oppressed. Black people need to be, you know, there, there needs to be special um, like precautions taken for them. And it's not, yeah. it's not about, you know, making it, making white people feel like they're part of it or whatever, you know, it's, about making an actual change it's about the citizens of the united states standing together as one against people who are corrupt and just being awful people and discriminatory towards one selective race for no reason i mean when it comes to like the the black lives matter movement and everything i get it obviously yes all lives do matter but the premise of the protest is is that with the history of this country, it seems like that we value the uh, lives of minorities less as if, like, we don't care. Like, you see all this, like, gang violence going on that was created by, by systematically that. And the saying, like, oh, I'm going to counter your protest with all lives matter is kind of like a big middle finger. Like, oh, like, just because, like, this happened means that you have to be treated differently than us. Like, no, it's it's the fact that 
it's supposed to show solidarity that we know that you guys matter that we understand it's wrong this is happening so like when you're saying oh, all lives matter everything basically it's saying like we don't care what happened we we just all we're all equal and it's not the case unfortunately in this country mm-hmm. yeah. like like yes your lives do matter but like that's not the issue like i think i saw an analogy where it was like um your your house is burning down or sorry your neighbor's house is burning down right now um they're gonna check the other houses down the street or whatever yeah i saw that yeah and like the water like the water needs to be directed at that house but you're saying oh like what like what about my house like my house all houses matter all houses matter like my my house catch on fire from from like the fume the fumes of the other fire and it's like yes your house does matter However, if there's a pressing need of that house mm-hmm. right now because it's being burning down and there are people inside, then to rescue those people, yes, your house does matter too, but um, that's not the pressing need right now. And that's not what we need to be focused on. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole premise of the Black Lives Matter movement versus the All Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, like, yeah, we get it. All lives matter. But, like, technically all lives can't matter until this is – you know, exactly. Until this is exactly. you know fixed, and then once this is fixed, which you know is gonna be a long road, it seems like because you know people are still like this to this day. And it's mm-hmm. just, all lives can't matter until this is all put back together and fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't think it ever will be. The it's way sad this, to say that. Yeah, and the way this country's heading, uh, I might have to agree with you, Jason. As unfortunate as that is. I mean. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jason. I don't. I don't even know. Like, it's just it's it's some racism is going to be something that always exists, and it's sad that it has to leak into the police force because this is something that people should feel look, safe. Yeah, feel safe with and look to in emergencies and to be protected by. So it's like that. That whole the. The thing that sucks about it is that people are losing their lives and a whole force of a nation is being discredited for it when it was maybe one or two, or in this case, four people in one department. Yeah. I was just hoping that he picks up on the, the main, like, on his on his end. Cause, um, yeah, yeah, Jason, go on. Oh, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. Uh, like, what I was just going to say is, again, at the start, I said, you know, not all cops are bad. And I see plenty of videos of cops doing good things. And, you know, police officers, I would say 99% of them are good people who mean to race, greed, color, sexual orientation. They're going to protect the people and what's in the best interest of them. But it's that when that 1% X out, we need to say, this is wrong. They should not be police officers if they're going to have a bias against anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the issue is, like, I think the, the main problem of this stems to, like, we're putting the wrong people in the, in the force. Like, it, like, like, the officer, like Chauvin, whatever his name was, like he, 
he had multiple incidents in his record of he he literally killed someone like he murdered someone else like, like 2009 or something yeah it was like covered up or like he was like um like acquitted of the charges or whatever but like the fact is that he has a history of like aggression against minorities and those type of people should not be in positions of power you know so that's kind of where the, the issue stems and like that's where i feel like a lot of the 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 energy of the protest go is into trying to get you know and it's hard because there's no one way, it's not like it's, it's like point a to point b like if there's not one way to solve it there's not like a clear a clear path right now of how to fix this issue it's more you have to like keep putting pressure on the higher ups and try to get them to make changes to um like how they train police officers um how long they have to train you know preparing them for situations like this where i feel like i mean not personally not knowing anything about police training or at least not very uh, not a lot like i feel that these type of situations on like when not to shoot when to shoot when to be aggressive and when to not and like how to not like profile people i feel like that's not nearly a top that's hit hard enough in those trainings at least from what it looks like you know i mean not knowing from the inside well but that's it... finish your no oh. go ahead go ahead <laughs> i mean going off what you said james i mean that's that is what it looks like that's what it seems like but i guarantee you that's that is exactly what they focus on now and it's probably been what they focus on. It's just the fact that these people are fucking racist and they have no control over it. So, And it's sad because I don't know about you, Jason, but like, part, like you guys know me well enough to know that I wanted to be a cop for the longest time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just seeing stuff like this. I don't want to affiliate myself with that on like 1% of people because I don't want to be looked at as someone who's like that, which maybe it's like an egotistical thing of me to not, want to be what I wanted to be like a year ago, but who knows? The I, thing I is, I agree with that. I was in the same, the same boat. So I was like, I turned like 16 of them. And then I just had, I didn't want to be associated like that. The thing is being a police officer right now is dangerous, not taken away from being a African American in the U S but being a police officer is dangerous right now because every single one practically has a target on their head. There it goes again. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I was I'm... waiting for it to come back in. Well, I was saying that every officer has a target on their head basically right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's definitely a hard, you know, a hard time to be a police officer. Like, like Ryan said, not all cops are bad. There are I don't like that's been like a tiring phrase over the past, you know, couple of days, but it is true. However, like, I don't know. I just feel like, like the whole, like the whole idea of like the police department is like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I don't know. Like there are, there are good cops uh, out there and those cops, I feel like have a lot of, like, I think a lot of videos of like, like TikToks and stuff like that of like, Officers voicing their support, and like, like, and like, um, like those are good cops, but there are just too many bad apples out there right now. Yeah, they really need to thin out the herd of all the bad ones. Yeah, it just pisses me off that like this not being shown. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's I think, just the, it's the media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a good first step would be to, like, you know, maybe having an executive order where, like, all police departments need to, like, do a review of, like, background checks on their officers, review their, like, department history, see if they've had any, any you know, um, instance of violence or, or anything like that or racial profiling and kind of have, like, a zero tolerance policy towards that stuff. Like, like I get it's people's jobs and livelihood, but, like, at this point, it's, you know, if you weren't meant to be a cop and you can't handle being a cop clearly, then you shouldn't mm-hmm. be in that position. I, I 100% agree with that. I do want to turn this... Um, I don't want to go too much into, like, actual politics, but I kind of got to say this. Trump needs to shut up. Like, stop tweeting, bro. Twice in two days, you've tweeted out sayings and stuff that it's, it has ties to the civil rights movement and uh, hatred towards minorities. Uh, a couple days ago, he tweeted, when the looting starts, the, the shooting starts, which was a phrase uttered by a uh, cop in Miami back in 1969 during a series of riots where he told his officers that if you see a minority looting, just shoot them, like shoot all the protesters. And then just, I think today, he said that he was going to go at protesters with dogs and ominous weapons and tweet out a picture of a, uh, a picture from 1965, I think, of a African-American man in handcuffs being attacked by a police dog. And you are, you're not making things better and just like with Charlottesville, you're giving off the vibes that you don't stand with this and that you'd rather things just go away instead of changing something and just saying, look, it's all these people being bad. It's 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 terrible. And then trying to say that, he said it in a, in a press conference today, that MAGA, or is what he calls his support, he just calls them MAGA, loves African-Americans and stuff like that. And it's like, if you really do then make a change. You're the president. You can sign an executive order so that you can't take your tweets off Twitter, but you can't sign an executive order saying, hey, stop killing innocent minorities. Like, what, like what's yeah, good? Yeah, I mean, those tweets were definitely, like, out of line. Like, um, like the whole, like, when looting starts, shooting starts, like, like, how can you, like, he, I told a press conference today where he, like, a reporter asked him about it, and he's like, he's like, I, I, I had no idea that was tied to, you know, that, I, like, it was a common saying. I had no idea it was tied to that. It's like, how is that even possible? Like, you're literally the president of the United States. Like, do your fucking research before you talk or tweet. Like, everyone's gonna see that. Like, don't, don't say shit and not know what you're talking about. And then, like, he tweeted multiple times saying, um, saying like law and order, and like he's been advocating for the military like force against civilians. Like, I saw a video of like the National Guard. They were running through um the streets in I, th- I don't know what time it was it might have been minneapolis or like like san jose one of those cities and the people were literally just standing on their porch oh like, yeah it's right in front of their right in front of their door and they they yeah young get back in and they started like like t- i don't know if, i don't know that was, started like, shooting, shooting rubber, rubber, at them. Like, i thought it was rubber bullets, bullets or whatever yeah the rubber bullets gas, yeah yeah, like that's bullshit. Like, he, like you have the right. It's to like your own property. Pro- is your own property. Like that is that's bullshit. I don't care what. Like I don't care if there was an order saying like yeah, stay inside. Like that, like the whole stay at home orders, like for coronavirus. Like 
that's not stay inside your house. Like you can be on your own property and be outside, like on yeah. in your on your front porch. You know, that's not illegal. That's, like I forgot, I forgot it was illegal to be on your fucking front porch. That's the type of shit that's gonna start a civil war, and I think that's where we're heading right now if we keep in this direction. You know what? To just to stray away from the politics a little bit, this is not Democrat versus Republican, Black versus White. Jake, you retweeted a tweet that said this the other day, and I I fully believe this. This is racist versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is one of the first times where I I read these stories, and you know, in the past people like, oh, like it could have been this, could have been that. We have a clear video. It was a obvious hate crime, and if you are so blinded by bigotry that you cannot see that this is clearly wrong. I'm sorry. Go to hell. Yeah. 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 The issue is like in this country, like so many people think they're just above racism. Like race, the, the, the thing with racism is it's not defined by like one specific term. Like there's no one definition of it. It's there's not like, clear cut. Yeah. It's not clear cut. There's like blatant racism, like, you know, say the N word, like there's subtle stuff like calling the cops on minorities or like, like, being extra precautious around minorities for no reason like like the issue is that like people will just act out how, how they feel and not see it as racism when it really is mm-hmm. and like assuming things about different races like that's racism and like that's the issue like people think they're racist and they're not or they think they that they're not racist and like they really are and by being complacent and not speaking up about this stuff right now like you're also being racist because you're saying basically to the world that you're okay with what's happening. Um, I think I saw a thing. It was some like I'm pretty sure you guys have probably seen it. It's it was a um, like a TED Talk type of thing or like a conference type thing mm-hmm. where this lady stood up. I forgot her name, but she was like, "If to all the white people in the crowd right now, if you would like to be treated like a black person in America today, please stand." And like no one stood, and she's like, "No, I want to be clear. If you want to be treated like a black person in, in America today, stand up." And no one stood up, and like that's the root of the problem. Is like, mm-hmm. is that like everyone, like none of the people are probably like blatant racist, but like just that fa- that specific fact just like points out that you know there's definitely is racism in this country. There's definitely discrimination in this country, and it's it's not over. Like it's it's not like. Oh, the civil rights movement of the sixties is over, and now we're fine. Like, no, no, it's, it's gotten worse. If anything, especially because we're supposed yeah. to be so advanced as a society, like we're in twenty twenty. It's the future. We're supposed to be so advanced, and yet we can't. We still worry about someone based on their fucking color for no reason. It makes no sense to me, and it blows my mind that we judge people by the color of their skin. I mean, I kind of have a message to people out there, um, you know, forever's listening. If you're our age, which is like 20, 21, or if you're younger and hate breeds hate. So regardless of if for some reason your guardian or someone that you look up to has been treating you to treat people differently, ignore that. Teach your kids better. That's how racism ends, you know. We're in, we're in a time right now where, you know, it's supposed to be our generation is going to end racism. It's not looking like, like that way, or I, I should say they're still out there breeding hatred. If 
you're one of these people who breeds hatred, look look at yourself in the mirror and think about your insecurities before you try to go after other people that you don't even know. And <clears throat> if you're someone who, you know, wants to make a change and change the way we look at people, speak up, do what you can to make sure that we know that everyone in this country and in the world are all human beings and that we deserve to be treated with the same respect that you expect from everyone else. I just like, to this day, I just, I, I can't understand how you can just look at someone who's like, and just be like, yeah, bro. Like, and just like treat them differently. I don't understand that. Like, I, I don't understand what, like everyone is a human being at the end of the day. Right. And yeah. your race, skin color doesn't define who you are as a person. And it just blows my mind. Well, well just, I don't, I, oh, go ahead, James. I don't think that like people look at someone else and say, like, oh, hey, I'm going to treat them differently. They don't think that. But it comes out through, like, it, again, it goes back to like how people were raised. Like, if you were raised in like a very, like a kind of like a racist home where like you have like a, like a super racist family. Or even if like it's totally racist too, or you have friends that that are, like don't treat people of color the right way, like you're just gonna make the assumption of other people without even thinking about it, and you're gonna like take like certain precautions against people like that, like like you're gonna like I don't know like protect yourself against or be more motivated to protect yourself against certain races and others, and that just goes back. how we treat people and how we think of different other people without even really thinking about it like consciously like it's in our subconscious mm-hmm. yeah okay i mean that just like goes to prove that racism is something that you're not born with it's just something that's taught to you like i'm sure we've said yeah, that 100%. eight million times without yeah. saying that but yeah no, I mean, if, you, if you talk to like any kid under five like they don't see color, they'll play with they'll play with you no matter what. Like they'll they'll be happy to see oh, you no matter what. But literally, when, you know, an example I mean, yeah, of that last night. I was I went to our friend's house and I parked my car in a way so my car was half on the road, but mostly out of it, so one get hit. And these three little kids just came up to me without a care in the world just to make sure I was okay because they were concerned about me because of the way I parked. And I was like, no, I'm fine. But like, that just goes to show that kids don't understand the concept of racism until they're taught about it. So if you don't teach them that, then we don't have racism. Like it's, yeah, just continue on. I mean, just the way, yeah, I don't know. Even like Jerry and James too, we've, we work with kids for the longest time. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Like I see it every day, kids on the playground. And this is not even looked at as that. It's like it just doesn't exist to them because they're just like loving people. They don't understand that concept. And I hope that they never get put in a place where they decide to become racist or are worried about people being racist towards them. But with the way the world is, it's almost inevitable right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when uh, I think like the one thing we have to like do as people in terms of like starting to you know make this right and starting to like change like support this movement is we have to like understand like we have like we have privilege like we do like we can we can drive 
But, you know, if we get pulled over, we don't have to worry about cops shooting us, you know, or falsely accusing us of something for the mm-hmm. most part. Like, we don't have to w- walk the streets being scared for our lives. We don't have to, you know, we, 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 we don't have to worry about playing, like, music without, like, loud music without being, like, harassed. Yeah. Like, the, the list goes on and on. And, like, having, like, like admitting you have privilege is not, like, a knock against you. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not. It's just, it's just you acknowledging, hey, like, I know I have privilege. And I'm going to do my best to now try and make the, like, the lives of people who don't have that privilege better. Yeah. It's not trying to make your life worse. Like, no, one's, no one is out here saying, like, hey, you have privilege, so you need to get rid of all your stuff. Or you need to, you know, like you know, do not do it's, whatever certain things it's um, using, because of your color. Yeah, it's using that privilege in a way that benefits everyone else to make them all equal, I think is what you're trying to say, right, James? Yeah, like we, like, just, like, acknowledging that we have the privilege that we do, like, we can go through life without having to worry for the most part about, like, dying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a privilege. It's not, it's not as much as like I think a lot of people are thinking it's passive with money. I think a lot of people are thinking like, oh hey, like, oh I'm white and I have more money. Like that's that's what they're trying to say. No, it's not that. It's the fact that every day they have to walk as soon as they step out the door and even if like in, inside their house. Like there was an, uh there was a girl who just recently um she was chilling she was chilling in her house, like had no correlation to these officers who came in and they literally knocked down her door and shot her like 20 times because they that. they had the wrong um the wrong the wrong number address. of house whatever yeah, they had the wrong house because they had like a search warrant but they had the wrong house and they just like they, they they apparently didn't knock at all they just like they just barged in the door and like they were they were they didn't give the, they announced themselves to the police they didn't announce themselves like what they wanted to do they just knocked on the door and started shooting it was like a shoot like, now ask questions later type thing exactly Exactly, and that's and that's the type of privilege that exists for us because we don't have to worry about that ever. And it's crazy too because I'm I know I'm not the only person, but like I've been pulled over twice by police, and like me being and I know like I'm you know privileged being white and like even to this day if if I get, I got pulled over I was terrified, bro. I I was still terrified, and I can only imagine how you know other people feel being in that situation i whenever i see a cop riding behind me like i'm still like i still get anxious yeah, and but you like, get anxious of getting a ticket no i'm anxious because i don't know what could happen that's what i'm anxious about and i can only imagine how other people feel like and that's what that's what i think about see i think about it and like going back to what james said obviously we all have privilege it'd be fucked up if we didn't agree with that like yeah. when I see a cop, I get more anxious about just getting pulled over. I don't necessarily yeah. feel for my fear for my life, which is what makes me really want to help out the people who do fear for their life when they're pulled over for whether it's a signal light being out or going five miles an hour over the speed limit. Like, that or, just literally just, or literally just yeah. walking in the street, existing. Like, like yeah, like the whole the old age old like um, excuse for cops, like, oh, you look suspicious, quote unquote. Like what the hell does that mean? You look like, like, yeah, you're, like, like you're just like, walking, what was so like, suspicious? You're walking down the, the sidewalk with a hood. That's about it. Like with a hood on. Like that's like that's apparently being suspicious in America. Yeah, suspicious like, I'm, I'm is a hood too right now. bland. Like is that 
Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm on the hood right now. Is that suspicious? Like, it's like give me, give me like an example of what I just did in the last ten seconds. What, what so about suspicious. me was being suspicious? Like, explain it, please. Well, it's like that scene from Straight Outta Compton where they're all hanging out outside in the studio, and the cops just start harassing them for no reason. They were just standing there because they were they were people of color, and I guess they were just worried about them being all ganged up. But they made them get on the ground and they searched them all for no fucking reason. I mean, granted, that's a movie, but that stuff still happens no, but today. It, it actually happened. Man. Yeah, that so that's, exactly. that's the thing. That's based on a true story. Yeah. And the the even worse part about it is, is that there was a black cop included included in that situation, and Compton is a black city. Mm-hmm. So how can you have all this racism going on in a predominantly black city? Like, it's fucking wild. I mean, it's even... I can share my experience. I'm not going to name the name of this place, but I would go to the grocery store, and it was near my, my college. Every time I go there by myself, I see the same same person sitting by the front door. I'd walk out, I'd say, have a nice day. Nothing happens. Every single time I would bring one of my African-American roommates with me, that same woman who sees me all the time walking out would go, oh, let me see that receipt real quick. Let me check your receipt. There, there was a time where I went in with one of my roommates. She checked my receipt. I came back like an hour later because I forgot a couple things. Same person there walked out, went to show my receipt. She goes, no, you're good. I go, that's when I realized, I'm like, wait, it's not because she just wants to see, make sure we're not staying. It's because she wants to make sure that my roommate turns in because she profiled that because I'm with an African American that we are that he, he was trying to steal something and that kind of, that that really stuck with me for a while, like 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 it was the same person, and this time I offered to show my receipt. I'm like, here, here's my receipt. You want to check it? She goes, no. Have a nice day. I go, you, you did yeah, this it's, earlier. It's fucked. Yeah, I mean, so again, racism is not just from the police; it's from anybody. Anybody can be racist or show racist, racist tendencies, and it's getting that out of our society, which is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything anyone else wants to say about that? I think we kind of covered a good portion of it. Um, I feel like I've said everything I've had to say. Yeah. Um, because one, one thing I want to do say I like I I know a lot of our listeners might be wondering like like hey like I mean I'm not really fit to riot right now like or I I would say if you can go and peacefully protest do if you can't or are because of coronavirus or whatever like you're unwilling um or you don't want to be like put yourself in risk of the, like for riots and I, I don't recommend that either um there are plenty of things you can do uh, definitely share the message on like any social media you have yep. um you can donate to Black Lives Matter, uh, the website is secure.atcblue.com. Um, that goes directly to Black Lives Matter. Um, you can also uh, just Google a bunch of uh, verified like bail funds uh, that goes to help getting people who are like wrongfully arrested during these riots and protests and get trying to get them out of jail mm-hmm. where they shouldn't be. Um, so there are plenty of funds for that. Um, you can go to act.colorofchange.org, uh, sign a petition. Um, to get 
to, you know, try to like get changes made and like uh, start these changes in America. Um, and specifically for justice for George Floyd to get um, the rest of the officers arrested. I know that one already was um, with the main guy who murdered the, the George Floyd was arrested, but the other officers need to answer the crimes too. Yeah. So you can go to change.org, sign that petition. That petition. Um, and then definitely call um, any police station of like someone you know that or that you've heard of got wrongfully arrested. Um, if you want to call the Minnesota PD specifically and like kind of um, get your message heard from them, the number is 612-673-3000. Um, that's for the, the Minnesota PD. So try to put pressure on them to, you know, arrest George Floyd, or not, arrest the officers uh, who helped in the murder of George Floyd. So those are just like, and then again, like just share the message as much as you can on your social media. Don't let this message die. You know, this we don't want this to be a thing where like, we talk about it today, but by next next week, you know, it's on to the next thing. This needs to be as much as like maybe like a lot of us like hate seeing this stuff, you know, it's not comfortable material to talk about, but it's a conversation that's been delayed for it needs to 30 be years loud. now and needs to be talked about and needs to be more than a one week thing. So it needs to be something that doesn't stop until it's over with. I'm not saying like the violence and stuff that like, I don't, again, we talked about that, but it's just something that just needs to be constantly reminded of until it's gone for good. Yeah. So definitely do those things. Um, if you can, uh, donate as much as you can, um, and just, you know, be active, be proactive in trying to make change and trying to get your voice heard. Cause if we all rally together, all voices will matter. And especially in November, um, get out to vote um, for whoever you side. I, I don't want to take sides, but whoever side you think is going to make this issue better, um, you know, go out and vote. The worst thing you can do is not vote and not think that your vote matters. But in reality, it, it does. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very well said. Very well said. Um, so thank you guys for, or does anyone else want to say before I close this out, does anyone else want to say anything else or? Um, if you're going out to protest, please, all I'm going to say is just please be safe and do it peacefully, you know, please do it peacefully. Don't, ruin... don't, don't go and destroy, you know, local businesses, people, right. you know, like we've seen a lot in our own because state right now too. I've seen a lot like, of people whose businesses, they worked a whole life to build, get destroyed over a mm-hmm. riot and, it's just, it's just sad. Don't do it. Someone else put all the money, all their time, all their life into building a business. Life savings into their business yeah. and, and have it be taken away like that. Just be mindful and be safe. Yeah. Above all, just be safe. Like, don't do anything that puts your own life at risk, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but do, do, do the best you can because there are people out there that are suffering and whose lives are on the line every day. So exactly. do do what you can to help them out. And don't give up either. There's too many people protesting this peacefully for it to not be heard anymore. Right. All right, guys. Well, rest in peace, George Floyd. Yes. Um, I know this was a very somber podcast, you know, not one we're used to we're used to having a lot of energy and comedy, but this was an issue that we all felt we needed to discuss because 
it's going on in our country. It's been going on for way too long. We had to stop this. So if you guys were listening, if you listened for one minute, five minutes, or the whole thing, thank you for your support. Um, again, this is not monetized. We will not be making money off this. We instead encourage you to go put money elsewhere that helps us move in, like the links that James said. Um, thank you all for listening. That's all I have to say. All right. One more thing before we officially end this. Uh, James and Ryan, I am planning on going back to in-person pretty soon. Uh, hopefully sometime this month or well, June. Um, cool. So cool. if you guys me? are totally down for that, uh, Jake, <laughs> <laughs> you could also join. I'm going to need, I'm, I'm going to need to get another XLR mic. Hey, um, hey, but hey, for I'm while, trying to get back there. You can. I am trying to get back there, and I will be in that studio. Jared, you can too. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I will with, make the drive with my new interface. I can phone people in, so you two can totally join while I wait to get another XLR mic for you too. Oh, okay. All right, caller, do we have you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. It was good talking well, to you guys. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Definitely. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Yeah. Rest in peace, George sure. Floyd. Rest in peace. Jason, let us know how the editing goes, because um, there are definitely parts that we have to, you know, make edits and cut stuff out. Because we right. were... also let us know how the audio issue worked too, because I know you were cutting out. Yeah, I picked up on your end though. I think that's I I I think the interface picked it up. I just don't think I think it was yeah. just a computer issue. I think, I think so. that's yeah, that's probably I think it's more to do with Zoom. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. So hopefully it just picked up your audio on your end. Right. I yeah. hope it picked up your guys' audio too, when because it was cutting out through my headset too so all right well everyone else sounded good except for jason's few things yeah that's it's gonna wrap this one up thank you all for listening we'll be back to our normal shenanigans hopefully next week yes sir catch you guys later see you guys peace yeah